0: Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams. Thank you guys for coming back to my little old podcast where we talk about all things womanhood, sisterhood, and we have conversations that pretty much challenge us to be the women of our dreams right now in the present. Okay, so you guys welcome on back. Thank you guys to the new subscribers, the old subscribers, everybody who's been listening. I really, really appreciate y'all and I hope you guys continue to listen and I really do think you guys will like this episode I have in store for y'all today. All right, before we jump right into this week's Rooted Conversation, please everyone take a moment, take a deep breath and exhale okay there's a whole lot going on and i want to encourage you guys to breathe take those deep deep breaths daily and frequently okay your body is off balance right now i promise you it is off balance so make sure you're getting all the oxygen you can into your bloodstream all right let's jump right into this week's rooted conversation okay so today i wanted to talk about validation um there's a whole lot going on you know as we all know and i've come to really learn more about the word validation and what it means. So validation has always been something weird to me. And this, in this episode, I really want to talk about the strange relationship we have with validation. I've personally identified how it can be complex for me as a growing woman, but I'm sure that some of the complexities I face of validation lie for all people, man, woman, and anyone in between. Okay. So you know, prerequisites. I'm not a psychologist or a sociologist, um, but I just can't ignore the way my understanding of validation has changed significantly, especially during these unprecedented times. Okay. So since I don't have any degrees um, in this field, I read up on Google, you know, and psychology today before recording this episode. And for why, why do you think I refer to the internet? For validation, of course, validation is such a pervasive factor in our everyday lives and it plays a very significant role in our growth. So, you know, I had to share my little thoughts with y'all or whatever, and that is what I want this rooted conversation to be about. We're going to focus mostly on external validation because that's um, what has been the most challenging for me to appreciate and understand and recognize in my life. And then we'll like dabble into internal validation a little bit as well. So first and foremost, I just want to tell y'all, I don't know why I feel like there's something in my throat. (laughs) Oh, excuse me. It was just a little burp. Okay. Anyways. So in my life, this is what validation looks like. Okay. So I'm going to list a couple things and hopefully some of y'all can relate And some of y'all have felt the insecurities that I feel come up when I catch myself seeking external validation. So what it looks like is, you know, whether it's through social media interactions, through likes and things of that nature, and compliments from strangers and even from friends. And when someone asks a question in class that you had in your head, you know, that's a form of external validation, that feeling you get like, oh, yes, I'm not crazy. I'm glad he asked. And also when your boss or your teacher acknowledges your effort, all of these patterns of recognition and acceptance of someone else's experience is the, is what external validation looks like. And these were just some examples of how we can recognize it in our lives. So now that we got like some of the examples out of the way, um, I got to say that I have I think I've pretty much always been aware of my need for external validation, but I usually feel quite ashamed Or, you know, embarrassed by these feelings and I kind of want to act like, oh, I don't care what anybody thinks or I'm not really checking for likes or, you know, I don't want to seem desperate or insecure or whatever other excuse that I might have to cover up my desire for some external validation. But the reality is, um, as human beings, we all long for some form of external validation from others. So the validation of others is also interchangeable with external validation. We actually need it. Like we need it as a tool for improvement and building social skills and learning the norms of society and culture. So something that has, I've been wrestling with in my head is that, you know, I recognize that we have like There's a functionality to validation. We need it to grow, to thrive, um, to be in healthy relationships. We do need some form of external validation. But then I'm like, why is it so uncomfortable? Like, why do I feel so uncomfortable when I find myself seeking for the validation of others? you You know, a part of me feels like seeking validation or when I catch myself Um, wanting someone else's affirmation or compliments or approval. A part of me uh, feels like that shows me as weak or not an independent woman or insecure or someone with a low self-esteem. But the truth of the matter is, is that we as human beings are not meant to be solely independent validation is a part of being interdependent and relying on the feedback and encouragement of others around us. So even very independent people still need validation in some aspects of their life. However, they are also able to accept their own self-validation if they do not get it from someone else. So that is straight from Psychology Today. I'll provide the link in the description box and the episode notes, whatever you call them. So I know that I mentioned how hyper aware of this as it pertains to me in my mind, but I realized that some part of my subconscious assumes and projects onto others that they have this similar need and similar. Um, insecurity with validation, even though when I felt these desires in my head, I feel like I'm the only one in the world who's this insecure. I'm the only person in the world who like seeks validation from others. So now um, I can identify this because I notice, I catch myself trying to hype people up on social media. For example, like if one of my friends posts a picture, like a fire picture, 85% 85% of me wants to just double tap and keep it pushing, right? And then the other 15% of me builds this sort of anxiety and conviction to, um, to shower them with compliments in the most elaborate, extra way possible. and And that's essentially because there's a little part of me projecting my relationship with validation onto someone else. So I'm Projecting and anticipating that they might be, I don't wanna say thirsty, but like not thirsty for likes and thirsty for compliments, but I feel that they're probably seeking some form of validation from that post, just like I would be if I might have posted something similar, you know? Isn't that weird? I know, I think it's weird. I might sound crazy. Y'all tell me if y'all are following, but here's another example. For example, At the end of this um, segment, I'm likely going to ask you to share your thoughts, comment, email me, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And that's pretty much seeking validation in some way. So I'm seeking for external validation, even simply by saying those things at the end of this podcast, you know? So seeking validation, I've realized is such a normal part of life. And these past few weeks, I've realized that I can't run from it. And I have actually been longing for validation in certain aspects of my life for a long time, actually, especially in regards to race and how my Black skin is has impacted my upbringing, my values, and my position in society. I don't think I've ever received so much external validation when it comes to race in my life. This This, I I admit, may be an unpopular opinion, as I know some people are talking about, like, oh my gosh, all my white friends are trying to ask me questions, blah, blah, blah. But I needed it. I really did need it. I needed friends to reach out to me, and they have been, and I really didn't expect to be so moved by their honesty, by their vulnerability, by their their simple acknowledgement of me and my blackness, you know? I genuinely did not think I needed it until I realized I needed it, you know? So for me, and I'm sure for many of y'all, a vault of emotions have been released in my body. I literally, like, I, I think this is the first week I haven't cried every single day. <laughs> and it's been such a weird time. Like, I'd be in Zoom class Eyes glued to the news, scrolling on social media, and I didn't even realize there were tears falling down my face like all day, all day. And it became so normal that I was like, yo, something is wrong with my my tear ducts. Um, I'm missing some tear clotting factors, if that's a thing or something. It was so bizarre. But during that time, I was really left alone. With my thoughts like I wasn't even taking my emotions to my journal like I usually do I was I'm pretty sure I was actually going crazy like many of us I'm sure many of you can relate so when the first DM rolled in and it was offering me you know empathy and you know just sympathizing with black people in this country it took me a little bit by surprise um but that acknowledgement in that dm actually caused my shoulders to drop. I didn't realize how much tension was built in my in my body and how high my shoulders were to my ears. But when I got that first validating dm, my shoulders actually dropped. I felt like a sigh of relief. And then the next one would come, and then the next one, and then the next one, and slowly but surely I felt less and less Crazy, and I was able to um, understand my emotions a little bit better. So, in all of that, I was realizing how necessary validation was towards, I guess, my healing, towards my potential to move on, towards my capacity to to hope and be hopeful for a brighter future. And let me be clear. Hold on, hold on. Let me be very clear because I don't want to glorify anyone's validation that they have extended to me or to any other Black person, especially if it hasn't been followed with action. But I do want to say that I have learned the importance of validation, especially in, you know, 45s America. I'm appreciating that there are... There are many people and communities that are not validated, that are not acknowledged and are not cared for. And right now it's it's specifically the lenses on Black communities, but there are so many other communities and marginalized groups who don't get the validation of their struggles and their needs and their existence, you know? And if little old me, like little regular degular old me can experience so much freedom from a couple of friends and strangers saying, hey girl, I see you, I hope you're okay, those kind of things, like how dare I not go forward and support other groups and acknowledge individuals in for instance, the LGBTQIA community um, in communities that are disabled physically or atypical neuro- neurologically. You know, anyone who may be experiencing an underappreciated or underacknowledged and underrepresented experience. Who, child. Okay, that was a little tangent. Um, I'm trying to avoid talking about racism and the dehumanization of black people and all that has been going on for centuries because you know it easily takes me to a state of frustration and aggravation and irritation and constipation, you know? So, let's let's dial it back a little bit to the broader picture. And and essentially what I'm trying to say is that I've I've grown an appreciation for validation. I see validation as a form of empathy. I truly do. Um, Mind you, this is an extremely preliminary form, but it is empathy nonetheless. And as we genuinely, genuinely, keyword, validate someone wholeheartedly, we become open to conversation, open to learning about their experiences, and those conversation leads us to that tugging feeling we get on our heart when, you know, someone's tugging on your heartstrings. I I call it conviction, you know, but whatever you want to call it. And that conviction leads us to supportive actions. And then those actions, both publicly and privately, are what ultimately lead to change and ultimately lead to little old me not feeling crazy. Okay. (laughs) So, um, I really hope I'm still on topic, but that's kind of what I wanted to say about external validation Um, for anyone who might ever feel like me when you sense that you're feeling a need for attention or a need for validation. I just want to encourage you that it is perfectly normal and understandable and needed. Everybody needs external validation okay so let's switch gears a little bit for a minute um to internal validation if y'all remember um that like one psych class you took and we had a little pyramid from that maslow made and it talked about the hierarchy of needs and all of that well um if you can visualize it if not uh I don't think I'll put a link in it, but y'all, y'all know, y'all know what I'm talking about. The Maslow's hierarchy of needs pyramid, right? At the bottom, it's like the essential, like physical needs, like food, water, shelter and all that. And then in the middle, the middle chunk of the pyramid is talks about esteem, loving and belonging. And that middle chunk of the pyramid is highly, highly dependent on external validation. So that. Just confirms and that validates some of the thoughts that I was having. That external validation is okay to to seek after. It is okay when you are welcoming external validation. It is okay when you desire external validation because it is part of our needs as as human beings with a mental and emotional capacity. Y'all y'all get me. All right. But the very, very top part, like the peak, the tip, tippity top of Maslow's hierarchy pyramid says that you are a well person um, and you being like a well whole person, which is essentially what this pyramid is trying to define. um, You can only achieve that through internal validation. So the very point of the pyramid is called self actualization which pretty much means that you know yourself you know your likes and your dislikes you feel good about yourself and the person you're becoming and you know your strengths and weaknesses and you know and you know this pretty much without the input of others right right so this part for me is a little bit less convoluted in my mind because i've made up my mind that the woman I want to be is someone who has achieved self-actualization, right? So when I do validate myself internally, or rather when the Holy Spirit validates me and defines the purpose in my life, I don't really go back and forth. There's not a lot of confusion. I don't feel like, oh, is this weird? Or why are you being so extra? No, I don't get those same feelings like I do when I catch myself seeking external validation. And at least for me, those days um, those days for like not being confident in my internal validations are are over. Those ended like midway through college, and now I am more confident in myself and i'm I'm dedicated to validating myself internally i'm fully committed to that. And I encourage myself, I remind myself that my ideas aren't crazy, and that my purpose and my calling is not by mistake, and I can pretty much validate myself all day now, because I know that I am embodying this part of the pyramid if I do it comfortably. And like I said, my goal as the woman I'm becoming is to, to really tap into to being a complete pyramid. So um, talking of the pyramid again, I want us to consider that this hierarchy of needs pyramid is built on top of one another for a reason. Like you cannot climb to the next level without accepting or receiving from the level before. So that lets me know, remember I said the middle chunk is a, has a lot to do with external validation? That lets me know that you have to be comfortable with understanding that you need external validation, you will need external validation and that it's okay. It doesn't make you insecure, it doesn't make you a person with low self-esteem, it doesn't mean any of that. You need to accept our human uh longing for external validation before we can really get to the top of self-actualization. Once we recognize that, you know, there are areas in my life where I need that validation that that will help us achieve the next step in in achieving self-actualization and being confident in our internal validation. I feel like I sound really crazy, but I hope y'all are following with, with me because I really just wanted to get that off my chest and essentially validate someone who may need to be validated about their mixed emotions towards validation. Okay? How many times can I say validation? I don't know, or girl, I hope you count in. But for someone to say I see you, girl, it's not weird at all. And you know, if it is weird, if if it is weird and I I'm only talking to one person, I hope that one person knows that you're not weird by yourself. We can have these conflicting views together, okay? So yeah that's pretty much all I wanted to say. I've really um grown to uh, appreciate my need and my desire for external validation, and I'm not gonna run from it anymore you know i I usually ran from it if I can sense myself um if I could sense myself being i don't know a better word for it, but like insecure like thirsty, and really chasing. Um, the approval of others, I, I would usually tell myself some things like, ew, why are you like this? Stop doing that. Like, are you five years old? Grow up. This is childish. I would have that kind of negative self-talk to shut down those feelings. But now I'm like, okay, it's it's okay. Especially now that I've received so much validation in just my existence and some of my experiences growing up as a child. Um... I can't help but say like I needed that. I really did and I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize for about that. I'm not going to apologize that I needed someone to recognize that my experience isn't the same as theirs. I'm not going to apologize that I needed someone to say are you okay. I'm not going to apologize for that. My spirit needed it, okay? So before we go into our reflection point, I want to leave you guys with um I guess we can call them four strategies that I have learned to ask myself in order to gauge my relationship with validation. Particularly, this is going to be specifically for social media. Um, These are my personal strategies. And if you guys know anything about me and anything about this podcast, and if you've listened to my Avoiding Casual Sex episode, y'all know that I can come up with some unconventional um, self-talk dialogues in my head. So, you know, take all of this with a grain of salt. But before I post something, these are some things that I ask myself. Number one, if someone engages and has follow up questions or comments, do I want to engage back? And most importantly, why? So that strategy, um, I pretty much ask myself that question if I have a post that might be like something burning on my chest and I just want everyone to know how I feel. Sometimes I have to ask myself, like, okay, let's say someone responds. Like, are you posting this because you want to educate, you want to engage, or do you just want to cause like an uproar? Or like, what's why are you posting this? And are you willing to engage with feedback or criticism you might get in return? The next question I ask myself on social media is... How would I feel if I got no likes, zero floating emotion um, emojis? Like if I got zero feedback in response to this story? So with that, it's pretty self-explanatory. I ask myself that, and I'm like, okay, will I feel some type of way? Will I be coming back and checking for likes or DMs or whatever? Um, that's that's just how I check myself. That's a question I ask myself before I post something just to keep my external validation at a healthy level, you feel me? Um, Another question I ask is like the opposite. How would I feel if I got an overwhelmingly amount of positive feedback in return like to this post? Is that something I'm expecting? Do I feel entitled to the, I guess, clout? if you want to call it. Or would I be okay just not posting this and maybe just sharing it with a group chat with my sisters or my friends or something? So that's another thing that I feel I have to ask myself a lot. I have to ask myself this a lot. Like if you get, I don't know, 100 likes, right? Which is a lot. If you get a lot of likes on this and everybody who likes it comments, how would you, how would that make you feel? If it's something that I say, you know, it makes me feel a little pretty good about myself. Then I'm like, OK, maybe this, depending the season of my life, I might say, OK, maybe this is not the appropriate time to post it. I need to be posting things that I don't I feel indifferent to whether I get engagement or not. And lastly, something I have to check check myself with is. Are you proud of this post, of this picture, of this statement, of this comment? Whatever, whatever it is, or would I feel differently when my opinions change depending on the feedback I get? So that is I think is a very important question for all of us to ask ourselves um, as we engage through social media. I try to only post things that I can stand behind, even if everybody's like, girl, like what? Like, how could you say that? How could you think that? I try to post something that I feel confident that I could stand behind, even if I am re- received with criticism or correction. I should be able to defend myself behind everything I post. And that shows me that I have like a, a healthy a healthy relationship, a healthy bearing of the validation I may or may not get. So yeah, that's just food for thought. You know, if you know what a healthy answer would be for you to any of these questions. And I think we constantly have to check our hearts, check our intentions, and ultimately prioritize our internal validation over the external validation. But yeah, that was a really conversation for today. I don't really have anything else to say. I hope you guys are able to follow along. I have not really spoken or had the desire to record an episode in a while. I know y'all probably didn't notice because I'm pretty inconsistent anyways, but um, I didn't want to have like such a heavy episode, even though I think a heavy episode is kind of warranted <laughs> given what's going on. You know, you know, a heavy episode is pretty warranted, but I just wanted to to speak on something that I feel is applicable now in the season we're in right now and also I could listen back to when hopefully hopefully things have I don't even want to say simmer down cuz I don't want anything to simmer down without any change. You feel me? But I just wanted to to put out some 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 of my thoughts that could be helpful um, to our lives right now in the midst of everything going on and also something that could be valuable in our lives much later, much later down the line. Yeah, so I I hope it was okay. I know I'm kind of off, but... um, Y'all, when I tell you next week is going to be a mad ting, like a mad, mad ting. I'm so excited for next week's episode. And yes, I said next week, actually, maybe two weeks, next week and a half. I don't know. We'll see. But y'all, it's going to be a mad ting. I hope that you guys are ready to come back for the fun, more energetic yams. But for now, let's just jump right into our reflection points. Okay, this week's Reflection Point, I want to challenge us to do something. If y'all may, if y'all may, please follow me. Follow me, follow me, follow me on this one. I'm asking for your undivided attention, okay? All right, so in the beginning of the episode, I challenge us all to take a deep breath before listening Right In this reflection point, I want us to be really intentional about that deep breath. So I'm going to take deep breaths with you. And I hope that you join me and I'm not taking these deep breaths by myself because I I know that I need to take deep breaths. I know I need to sit back and take long, deep breaths in order to rejuvenate myself. For the next clip on Twitter or for the next article on Instagram or something. I know sometimes I need to take deep breaths in between that. And I've been neglecting that. I've been neglecting deep breathing exercises that I know could help me. You know, it's very foolish not to do something that you know could help you. But sometimes we just get caught up. We get overwhelmed and we forget to do very simple things. So if you may, please stop scrolling on Twitter, on Instagram. Stop taking your selfie right now where you are. Just listen. Put your undivided attention to these next one minute, two minutes of breathing. Okay? So I'm going to ask you to breathe in and hold it for five seconds and then exhale. I'm going to ask us to do this five times. I'm going to do it with you guys. I'm not going to have my nasally inhale and exhale joining y'all. I'll put some like waves or ocean noise over it. But for five minutes, please breathe with me. Everyone listening, stop what you're doing. Unless you're driving, keep driving. But, you know, um, I hope you can take this moment to breathe as you drive. All right. So here we go. Inhale one, two, three, four, five, and exhale. Inhale. And exhale, inhale, and exhale, inhale. And exhale. Last one, y'all. Inhale. Exhale. Okay. That's it. I hope you guys took the time to do that with me. I feel good, and I'm ready to jump into this week's Gind shine. All right, you guys. So this is the last segment of the podcast. Um, this is my favorite segment of the podcast because I get the opportunity to shine lights. Or I highlight a woman in my periphery or in my immediate circle who is just doing great things. You know, I love I love this segment because, you know, I just get to shine light on 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 a woman. It, it's as simple as that. Okay, I don't know why I'm trying to make it complicated. Anyways, um, I I wanted to give a very unique guy and shine to my favorite twins. Okay. Um, for those of y'all who may not know this about me, one of my favorite type of visual content to ingest and to consume are YouTube families. I love YouTube families. Like, I don't know why. I really don't know why. I'm so drawn to like the Cobbs family from the UK. I'm so drawn to um, belief in fatherhood or belief in fatherhood. I'm so drawn to LaGordia Cross and his family on YouTube and the McClure, the McClure family. Okay. So I don't know why that's just a fun fact about me that nobody asked, but I'm sharing with y'all anyways. But I just wanted to give this guy and shine to the McClure twins, Ava and Alexis. Okay. If y'all know them, y'all love them. Like who doesn't, right? But Ava and Alexis on their like family channel, their parents asked them questions and and showed them the videos of of Ahmaud Arbery being killed on his run, and also of George Floyd uh, having the officer kneel on his neck for eight minutes and forty six seconds. Their parents showed the girls these two videos and asked the girls some very challenging questions and talked to the girls about their skin and explained to the girls that they are Black, even though they are mixed, that they are seen as Black. They did such a good job explaining that, you know, you're mixed. Because the girls really didn't understand. They're, what, six years old or five years old? They had no idea of white and Black and race and Racism, and it was just so interesting watching them he- learn about something that is going to be so pervasive in their life from forever. You know, so I want to give them this sky and shine because I think we have a lot to learn from little kids. And um, these two six-year-olds were so well-spoken. Their heart, like you, oh my gosh, y'all gotta watch the video. Their hearts were so pure, but their minds were so woke. I don't even know how to explain it, but it was such a beautiful dynamic they had between being aware of, the injustices that they will face, that their parents have faced, that their, their, their future holds. And th- they balance that with just their pure innocence and love for everybody. And they're just so cute, so well-spoken, so attentive. And it was just beautiful. So I really wanted to Give them this guy and shine. I know they'll never listen to me, but I do feel like I'm their auntie. I really do. I'm sorry. If you think it's weird, that's your business. <laughs> but it's like I wanted to shout out my, my nieces for being so prepared and so mature and so open to having this conversation with their parents and not being afraid. They were not afraid, but they heard and i think that's something even adults have a hard time balancing like where how do you find the balance between fear and being alert you know and i think they found that balance in their brief 20 minute video that they chose to share with the world it's it showed that you know finding that balance is possible the 6 year olds gave us a great example of how to balance being vigilant and being fearful because we're not we're not created to be live, living in fear, but we have to be vigilant, and it's just a matter of fact. So, Alexis and Ava McClure, my nieces, you guys get today's or this week's Sky and shine. I'm so it's so beautiful to to learn from 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 babies. You know the mouth of babes and. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Shout out to the McClure um, family on YouTube. Like, I love them. I really do. I'm sorry. I may be weird for this, but y'all been knowing I'm weird. Like, y'all known this from the jump, so I don't know why you, you act as surprised now. Um, yeah, that's it for today. Be ready for next week. I'm going to be on a whole nother energy, a whole nother level, and I cannot wait to share with you guys What is in store next week? So stay tuned. Make sure you're following my Instagram page, Rooted With Yams. That is at the little at sign, Rooted With Yams, which is the name of this podcast. No spaces, no caps on Instagram. And then you can also email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or discussions you would like to have on this very here podcast. You can also leave a comment in SoundCloud. I will read those comments. I may respond on SoundCloud or I may respond to you directly. I may call you out right here on the podcast, okay? And before you go, actually, while you're still here... Let me tell you what you can do. While you're listening, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can actually rate this podcast. Yes, yes, you can. You can rate it. Make sure you're subscribed. You can even leave some feedback with your rating, just like you would do an Amazon rating. I know you guys get the emails to do Amazon ratings, and a lot of y'all be ignoring them, but I go through those Amazon ratings. They help me in my purchasing, okay? So just like Amazon ratings are so helpful to you as a consumer, you guys rating my Podcast on Apple Podcast is very useful to the next person who consumes it. It helps this um, channel grow. It helps it have you know a little bit more attention. So you don't have to type out the whole name of the podcast and like be searching through. You know, like as soon as you put "rooted minds" will be the first one to come up. But that can only happen if you guys put the appropriate amount of stars and leave a comment or a review along with your rating. So that can be done on Apple podcast. As I took about a minute explaining it, you could have done it by now. I hope you did. Cause then by the time I say my bye bye you're, you're going to forget about it. So I hope you did it while I just went on that, like two and a half minute rant on how you can support your girl. All right. Anyways, y'all, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, I'm doing better and I'm in a very, very interesting transition in life right now and even though the world is literally in flames uh my personal world is 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 moving it is moving quite rapidly and i hope that um in the coming weeks maybe i'll have the opportunity to share with you guys some of the changes some of the transitions i have been making on a personal level so yeah thank you guys for listening make sure you do all the things i just talked about for about 5 minutes and i'll talk to y'all next week don't forget you know, stay tuned. Y'all just stay tuned. Be vigilant, all right? Bye bye.